0: this is the bible in one year day 74. you have the favor of god in my first year at university aged 18 i read the entire new testament in a week from matthew to revelation and became convinced it's true but i was reluctant to follow jesus as i thought my life would be very dull and that i'd have to give up all enjoyment in fact it was the very opposite i found something even better than happiness We all want to live happy lives. Happiness, wrote Aristotle, is the meaning and purpose of life, the whole aim and end of human existence. But there is something even better, greater and deeper than happiness. Happiness is dependent on what happens, our circumstances. Joy is far deeper and is not so dependent on our outward circumstances. It's a blessing from God. Joy was the characteristic of an encounter with Jesus even in his mother's womb. Today's New Testament passage uses a Greek word that we translate blessed. It means to be the privileged recipient of God's favour and to be fortunate and happy because of it. The Amplified Bible describes it as being happy to be envied and spiritually prosperous with life joy and satisfaction in God's favour and salvation regardless of their outward condition. Psalm 34
1: I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. I will glory in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. This poor man called, and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his holy people, for those who fear him lack nothing. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord
0: lack no good thing. Praise God for all his favor. In the last 20 years, Pippa and I have traveled all over the world. Sometimes we're offered some quite unusual-looking food that we've never eaten or even seen before. Often it turns out to be delicious. There's only one way to find out, to taste and see. David says, "'Taste and see.'" That the Lord is good blessed is the one who takes refuge in him that is what I experienced as I began to follow Jesus ever since it's been my desire to get that message out to as many people as I can and to say to them join me in spreading the news together let's get the word out like David praise God for all the favor your relationship with God has brought to your life Praise God at all times, not just when things are going well or it's convenient to do so. I bless God every chance I get. My lungs expand with his praise. I live and breathe God. If things aren't going well, hear this and be happy. Praise God for first answer prayer. David writes, I sought the Lord and he answered me. God helped him in times of trouble. When I was desperate, I called out, and God got me out of a tight spot. Second, freedom from fear. David continues by explaining exactly how God had answered his prayers in this instance. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who fear God are delivered from all their fears. Fear of the Lord is the equivalent of seeking the Lord. David does not say we will lack nothing, but he does say those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Or as the message puts it, worship opens the door to all his goodness. Third, radiant faces. One of the things I've noticed, even before I was a Christian, was the radiant expression on the faces of many Christians. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. Fourth, angelic protection. God's angel sets up a circle of protection around us while we pray. It's an amazing thought that as you pray and worship God, you experience angelic protection. All enjoyment spontaneously overflows into praise, wrote C.S. Lewis. Delight is incomplete till it is expressed. Lord, thank you that you promised to deliver me from all my fears. Thank you that your angel sets up a circle of protection around me as I pray. Lord, I thank, praise and worship you. Today. New Testament, Luke 1. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a
1: town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favoured that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfil his promises to her. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home
0: believe god's promises of favor mary was highly favored the angel said to her you have found favor with god this passage is full of celebration as elizabeth and mary recognize the ways in which god has favored them elizabeth filled with the holy spirit sings of mary blessed are you among women and blessed is the child you will bear but why am i so favored that the mother of my lord should come to me blessed is she who has believed that what the lord has said to her will be accomplished the emphasis on mary's faith is significant as many people would have responded very differently to the situation god's favor did not mean that all mary's problems disappeared she was pregnant and unmarried in a culture where that would have caused all kinds of difficulties yet She chooses to recognize the ways that God has blessed her. She picks up on Elizabeth's greeting and sings the song that has become known as the Magnificat. In it, she rejoices in God, my Savior, for all the ways he has done great things for me. In some ways, the favor on Mary is unique. Blessed are you among women. Mary is first the mother of the Lord. Mary carried in her womb the Son of God. Jesus, the Blessed One, When Elizabeth comes into the presence of the foetal Jesus, she's filled with the Holy Spirit. Joy is the characteristic response to Jesus. Even the baby leapt with joy in the womb. Second, recognized for all future generations. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. Mary's been known as the Blessed Virgin Mary ever since. Jesus' DNA came from a combination of Mary and the Holy Spirit. He was the genetic son of Mary. He must have looked like her. He must have had some of her physical features. She brought him up. She trained and taught him. For 30 years, she was the dominant female influence on his life. Third, the pinnacle of faith. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promise to her. Mary believed that what the Lord said to her, something unique and humanly impossible, would happen. As the angel had said to Mary, nothing is impossible with God. For Mary, what God had promised was as good as done, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Corrie Ten Boom said, Faith sees the invisible, believes the unbelievable, and receives the impossible. Of course, in many ways, Mary was unique, yet, in some ways, the favor she talks about can apply to you and me. You are blessed by a Savior, God my Savior, The promise to fill the hungry with good things, the promise of God's favor to satisfy your spiritual hunger with his provision applies to you and me. Lord, thank you for Mary's extraordinary faith that she believed that you could do what was humanly impossible. Like Mary, I want your favor to lead me to worship you. Old Testament, Numbers 2-3 On the south
1: will be the divisions of the camp of Reuben under their standard. The leader of the people of Reuben is Eliza, son of Shediah. His division numbers 46,500. The tribe of Simeon will camp next to them. The leader of the people of Simeon is Shelumiel, son of Jurishaddai. His division numbers 59,300. The tribe of Gad will be next. The leader of the people of Gad is Eliasaf, son of Duel. His division numbers 45,650. All the men assigned to the camp of Reuben according to their divisions number 151,450. They will set out second. Then the tent of meeting and the camp of the Levites will set out in the middle of the camps. They will set out in the same order as they set up camp, each in their own place, under their standard. On the west will be the divisions of the camp of Ephraim, under their standard. The leader of the people of Ephraim is Elishama, son of Amihud. His division numbers 40,500. The tribe of Manasseh will be next to them. The leader of the people of Manasseh is Gamaliel, son of Pedazze. His division numbers 32,200. The tribe of Benjamin will be next. The leader of the people of Benjamin is Abidan, son of Gideoni. His division numbers 35,400. All the men assigned to the camp of Ephraim according to their divisions number 108,100. They will set out third. On the north will be the divisions of the camp of Dan under their standard. The leader of the people of Dan is Aihise, son of Amishadai. His division numbers 62,700. The tribe of Asher will camp next to them. The leader of the people of Asher is Pegiel, son of Okran, His division numbers 41,500. The tribe of Naphtali will be next. The leader of the people of Naphtali is Ahira, son of Enan. His division numbers 53,400. All the men assigned to the camp of Dan, number 157,600. They will set out last under their standards. These are the Israelites, counted according to their families, all the men in the camps by their divisions, number 603,550. The Levites, however, were not counted along with the other Israelites, as the Lord commanded Moses. So the Israelites did everything the Lord commanded Moses. That is the way they camped under their standards, and that is the way they set out, each of them, with their clan and family numbers chapter 3 this is the account of the family of Aaron and Moses at the time the Lord spoke to Moses at Mount Sinai the names of the sons of Aaron were Nadab the firstborn and Abihu Eleazar and Ithamar. those were the names of Aaron's sons the anointed priests who were ordained to serve as priests Nadab and Abihu, however, died before the Lord when they made an offering with unauthorized fire before him in the desert of Sinai. They had no sons, so Eleazar and Ithamar served as priests during the lifetime of their father Aaron. The Lord said to Moses, Bring the tribe of Levi and present them to Aaron the priest to assist him. They are to perform duties for him and for the whole community at the tent of meeting by doing the work of the tabernacle. They are to take care of all the furnishings of the tent of meeting, fulfilling the obligations of the Israelites by doing the work of the tabernacle. Give the Levites to Aaron and his sons. They are the Israelites who are to be given wholly to him. Appoint Aaron and his sons to serve as priests. Anyone else who approaches the sanctuary is to be put to death. The Lord also said to Moses, I have taken the Levites from among the Israelites in place of the first male offspring of every Israelite woman. The Levites are mine, for all the firstborn are mine. When I struck down all the firstborn in Egypt, I set apart for myself every firstborn in Israel, whether human or animal. They are to be mine. I am the Lord. The Lord said to Moses in the desert of Sinai, Count the Levites by their families and clans. Count every male a month old or more. So Moses counted them as he was commanded by the word of the Lord. These were the names of the sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. These were the names of the Gershonite clans, Libni and Shimei. The Kohathite clans, Amram, Itza, Hebron and Aziel. The Merarite clans, Malai and Mushai. These were the Levite clans according to their families. To Gershon belonged the clans of the Libnites and Shimiites. These were the Gershonite clans. The number of all the males a month old or more who were counted was seven thousand five hundred. The Gershonite clans were to camp on the west behind the tabernacle. The leader of the families of the Gershonites was Eliasaph son of Lael. At the tent of meeting, the Gershonites were responsible for the care of the tabernacle and tent, its coverings, the curtain at the entrance to the tent of meeting, the curtains of the courtyard, the curtain at the entrance to the courtyard surrounding the tabernacle and altar, and the ropes, and everything related to their use. To Kohath belonged the clans of the Amramites, Isarites, Hebronites, and Azielites. These were the Kohathite clans. The number of all the males a month old or more was 8,600. The Kohathites were responsible for the care of the sanctuary. The Kohathite clans were to camp on the south side of the tabernacle. The leader of the families of the Kohathite clans was Eliophan, son of Azio. They were responsible for the care of the ark, the table, the lampstand, the altars, the articles of the sanctuary used in ministering, the curtain, and everything related to their use. The chief leader of the Levites was Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest. He was appointed over those who were responsible for the care of the sanctuary. To Marairai belonged the clans of the Marlites and the Mushites. These were the Marairite clans. The number of all the males a month old or more who were counted was 6,200. The leader of the families of the Marairite clans was Zuriel, son of Abihael. They were to camp on the north side of the tabernacle. The Maraisites were appointed to take care of the frames of the tabernacle, its crossbars, posts, bases, all its equipment, and everything related to their use, as well as the posts of the surrounding courtyard with their bases, tent pegs, and ropes. Moses and Aaron and his sons were to camp to the east of the tabernacle, towards the sunrise, in front of the tent of meeting. They were responsible for the care of the sanctuary on behalf of the Israelites. Anyone else who approached the sanctuary was to be put to death. The total number of Levites counted at the Lord's command by Moses and Aaron according to their clans, including every male a month old or more, was 22,000. The Lord said to Moses, Count all the firstborn Israelite males, who are a month old or more, and make a list of their names, Take the Levites for me in place of all the firstborn of the Israelites, and the livestock of the Levites in place of all the firstborn of the livestock of the Israelites. I am the Lord. So Moses counted all the firstborn of the Israelites as the Lord commanded him. The total number of firstborn males a month old or more listed by name was 22,273. The Lord also said to Moses, Take the Levites in place of all the firstborn of Israel and the livestock of the Levites in place of their livestock. The Levites are to be mine. I am the Lord. To redeem the 273 firstborn Israelites who exceed the number of the Levites, collect five shekels for each one according to the sanctuary shekel, which weighs 20 gerahs Give the money for the redemption of the additional Israelites to Aaron and his sons. So Moses collected the redemption money from those who exceeded the number redeemed by the Levites. From the firstborn of the Israelites, he collected silver weighing 1,365 shekels according to the sanctuary shekel. Moses gave the redemption money to Aaron and his sons as he was commanded by the word of the Lord.
0: Experience now the favor of God's presence. These events took place at the time the Lord talked with Moses. What was once a special favor for Moses is now open to us all. You can experience the favor of God talking with you. Enormous care had to be taken because of the huge responsibility and great blessing of God's presence being in the midst of his people. The tent of meeting where God's presence dwelt was set out in the middle of the camps. Everyone was given a role and a responsibility. In particular, a certain group of people were ordained, the Levites, to full-time ministry. They were ordained to serve. They were given wholly to God. The life of God's people literally revolved around the presence of God. It was the key to their identity, their success, and their favor. But here, we see that God's presence with his people was also limited. The people were barred from the sanctuary, the heart of God's presence. The extraordinary message of the New Testament is that this separation has now been removed. You can now experience the full favor of God's presence with you. This theme of the blessing of God's presence is a recurring one throughout the Scriptures. Jesus brings God's presence to us. Jesus has given you the Holy Spirit, who is God's empowering presence dwelling within you. We experience God's presence especially when we gather together. One day, you will know God's presence face to face. Lord, thank you so much for the blessing of your presence and your favor. As you did with Moses, please talk with me today.
1: Pippa adds Looking at Luke 1 verse 39, we see that it's good to have someone a little further on who journeys with us in life. God didn't leave Mary alone to carry this extraordinary revelation he gave her Elizabeth they must have been a great encouragement to each other both pregnant in miraculous circumstances knowing that their sons were coming into the world to achieve some astonishing mission from God and one of them was actually God